This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Welcome to Sunday Commentary, a weekly program designed to break open the Sunday Scripture readings. Join us as we listen to God's Word and seek to grow in our love and understanding for the good news in our lives. And now, Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman. The Liturgical Scripture Readings for the 15th Sunday in Ordinary Time A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, Just as from the heavens the rain and the snow come down, and do not return there till they have watered the earth, making it fertile and fruitful, giving seed to the one who sows and bread to the one who eats, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. My word shall not return to me void, but shall do my will, achieving the end for which I sent it. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Responsorial Psalm The seed that falls on good ground will yield a fruitful harvest. The seed that falls on good ground will yield a fruitful harvest. You have visited the land and watered it. Greatly have you enriched it. God's watercourses are filled. You have prepared the grain. The seed that falls on good ground will yield a fruitful harvest. Thus have you prepared the land, drenching its furrows, breaking up its clods, softening it with showers, blessing its yield. The seed that falls on good ground will yield a fruitful harvest. You have crowned the year with your bounty, and your paths overflow with rich harvest. The untilled meadows overflow with it, and rejoicing close the hills. The seed that falls on good ground will yield a fruitful harvest. The fields are garmented with flocks, and the valleys blanketed with grain. They shout and sing for joy. The seed that falls on good ground will yield a fruitful harvest. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, I consider the sufferings of this present time are as nothing compared with the glory to be revealed for us. For creation awaits with eager expectation the revelation of the children of God. For creation was made subject to futility, not of its own accord, but because of the one who subjugated it, and hope that creation itself would be set free from slavery to corruption and share in the glorious freedom of the children of God. We know that all creation is groaning in labor pains even until now. And not only that, but we ourselves would have the first fruits of the Spirit. We also groan within ourselves as we wait for adoption, the redemption of our bodies. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. On that day, Jesus went out of the house and sat down by the sea. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat down, and the whole crowd stood along the shore. And he spoke to them at length in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell on the path, and birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky ground where it had little soil. It sprang up at once because the soil was not deep, and when the sun rose, it was scorched and it withered for lack of roots." Some seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it. But some seed fell on rich soil, and it produced fruit, 
a hundred or sixty or thirtyfold. Whoever has ears ought to hear. The disciples approached him and said, Why do you speak to them in parables? He said to them in reply, Because knowledge of the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven has been granted to you, but not to them it has not been granted. To anyone who has, more will be given and he will grow rich. For anyone who has not, even what he has will be taken away. This is why I speak to them in parables, because they look but do not see, and hear but do not listen or understand. Isaiah's prophecy is fulfilled in them, which says, You shall indeed hear, but not understand. You shall indeed look, but never see. Gross is the heart of this people. They will hardly hear with their ears. They have closed their eyes, lest they see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their hearts, and be converted, and I heal them. But blessed are your eyes, because they see, and your ears, because they hear. Amen, I say to you, many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. Hear then the parable of the sower. The seed sown on the path is the one who hears the word of the kingdom without understanding it, and the evil one comes and steals away what is sown in his heart. The seed sown on rocky ground is the one who hears the word and receives it at once with joy, but he has no root and lasts only for a time. When some tribulation or persecution comes because of the word, he immediately falls away. The seed sown among thorns is the one who hears the word, but then worldly anxiety and the lure of riches choke the word, and it bears no fruit. But the seed sown on rich soil is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields a hundred or sixty or thirtyfold. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. On this 15th Sunday in Ordinary Time, as we are sliding into hopefully some lazy days of summer, please remember, we don't take a break from you. Please do not take a break from the church. If you are out uh, vacationing, please take us with you through podcasting or the Hail Mary Media. Please find a local parish uh, to be able to partake in the worship of the Mass. So please make sure that you keep Catholicism and the truth of Jesus Christ center even during your vacation. And I would like to welcome back my children, Colleen and Eamon, to our commentary this week. Howdy. We haven't escaped yet. Yeah, we are. We have you all this month. And again, we I wanted to use this as a young adult and teenage perspectives on the gospel. I wanted to really highlight the importance of a strong Orthodox Catholic education in whatever form it takes in the family. So I get to ask a question for the Catholic Education Minute. And the question this week is, uh, what are your favorite or least favorite aspects of a Catholic college education or homeschooled education? Well, I, I was, I wasn't going to say stuff on homeschool education because homeschooling rocks. I love it. Because <laughs> all of, so my, my favorite part is not having to get up at the crack of dawn to catch your bus ah, to school. Ah, there you go. Because <laughs> as I got older, like my friends um, would say like, yeah, I have to get up at like 6 a.m., you know, to get ready to have breakfast and then get out. Well, it's still dark during the winter. That was really gross. Um, to get their bus. I'm like, that's crazy. And I'm over here waking up at, you know, 7.30, 8 a.m., you know, still in my pajamas. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, however, one thing that I wish happened uh, was access to art classes. You know, as an art minor, that's something I really explored in college. I would have loved to have more exposure and opportunity for that so that when I went to college, I would be able to, you know, develop my skills 
that I already had the foundations in. So, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Amen. Yeah, my favorite aspect has to be that flexibility and schedule, like Colleen noted. Um, I'm not a huge pajama guy. <laughs> and mom had her standards. So just to fo- folks who were listening here, the, the, at least the expectation was that you come down dressed. It didn't always happen, did it? No. Nope. <laughs> it, it Thankfully. <laughs> but this flexibility has allowed me to have, again, other activities. Um, however, the downside to this is... Uh, you kind of miss out on having classmates, or at least your classmates are your siblings. Sometimes they're not even home. Sorry. Um, yeah, Dad, Colleen, you abandoned me. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, I know a, a few people from my online classes and multiple people from outside schooling, um, but I do definitely miss out on that friend-I-see-every-day aspect of public or private schooling. Yeah, yeah, good. Thank you for sharing. And you talk about the flexibility. That also, I think, was a a path for also some personal responsibility that you got to exercise as you got older and grow on that. And that, that's always a challenge sometimes too, growing up. Good. Thank you for sharing that. Well, we very much have a gardening theme today. We have seeds and sowing and weeds and thorns. And this all comes from the prophet Isaiah today. Yeah, exactly. With plants. It's great. But plants need rain and rain never really comes at a convenient time. Uh, Plus, other climates maybe need a little bit more water than others. So, just like rain, depending on the person, God's grace may come in sudden bursts, or it might just gently mist soaking up the ground. Uh, And truth be told, some people need more grace than others. Granted, uh, you can still reject God's grace and turn into a desert barren of all life with thistles and thorns. Yes, um... Going off of that rain idea, how he says, just from the heavens, the rain and the snow come down and do not return there until they have watered the earth. We too are the rain. We have been spoken from the mouth of God into existence. And our job on earth is to do his work and make the earth fertile and fruitful to produce, you know, good Christians and a Catholic environment to where God can really flourish. Um, so just like the rain, we cannot return to the heavens unless we do God's work here on earth. Yeah. And, and I think both of you are hitting something that's really important. It's the fact that the water and the word do something before they return from where they came. And those who receive the most benefit are the ones who act the seed to the one who sows the bread to the one who eats. So acting on the word of God helps us cultivate that rich spiritual soil that's so important and that Isaiah, I think, spoke so well about. Well, in the second reading today, we are still reading out of chapter 8, The Life and the Spirit. Again, we will be reading on that all the way through the 18th Sunday of Ordinary Time. So I want to encourage folks to continue to read uh, Romans chapter 8. And I picked up on the word sufferings today, and I wanted to reflect on that for a few minutes you know, with with suffering, if you think about suffering in your own life, I think there's a certain tension between where we are and where we want to be. And this tension creates and always involves some sort of struggle. And now two different people going through the same situation can experience two different levels of suffering. Now, probably there's a lot of reasons why that suffering can be different, but I think in general, I believe a person can say, reduce their perceived level of suffering or they're in, you know, in their, their struggling if they offer the suffering up to Christ for the benefit of someone else. 
turn this suffering into a prayer of reparation for someone else or for a situation. And I guess what I would do, at least what I found most helpful in my life is be specific in this, in this offering. So not, don't offer up something maybe you know, for the end of violence in the world. Maybe it offered up for something specific. So I want to I really offer up my suffering, Lord, for the healing of Judy's throat cancer or something along that lines where you give something a very specific focus for yourself. And I think that helps lead you in, you know, lead you into a deeper relationship with Christ as you offer up that suffering. And when we accept that suffering, when we direct our focus, not on our own misery, but for the benefit of someone else, that's where the fruit of Christ, that's where the garden can be sown, right? That's where we can have that rich, fertile soil. And we should, as Catholics, really mean it when we pray, we offer up our prayers, joys, works, and sufferings. We have to mean that. And this is what tills and prepares our spiritual soil. Well, moving on to the gospel, we hear today from according to Matthew. Yeah, so as you know, going off the soil theme, one thing that really struck me is what kind of soil am I? Am I, you know, a barren soil? Am I the thorny soil? Am I the, the nutrient rich soil? And how do I cultivate rich soil in my heart? One thing that I was, you know, as I was contemplating on this, one thing that struck to me is having quietness. And not just quietness in our everyday life, like externally, but also internally. One thing that I'm working on is when I enter into prayer with God, to not just berate God with like, oh, please do this. I need this. I would like that. Instead of just entering quietly and be like, hi, how are you? It's good to see you again. I mean, not really see, but you know. And just taking the time to be intentional and slow and not just, you know, bursting through the door and blabbing your mouth off. Um, You can do that later, but, you know, just having that time to welcome God and be like, I missed you. And then also having an open heart, like don't have a heart of stone, something that can't have God's word penetrate. You have to be open and receptive. And one of the biggest things I learned in college is that when you know something, you love that thing. And when you love that thing, you want that their goals and needs your own. So then you have unity. So knowledge leads to love, which leads to unity. And as we say here in Christ Ends, sown into rich soil, the seeds of charity produce 30, 60, or 100 fold. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman, produced at the studios of Modern Day Radio. For more information about this show, go to moderndayradio.com. That's M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I radio.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.